good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right. Well, welcome back to another the home episode of uh, the podcast for the host of your podcast, greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, actually, in the lower box tonight, but he's on the movie can. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on, boys? Uh, having some trouble with the internet. You know what else is new? Homecast, but. We're out here getting it done on my deck, so, you know, as long as this train that's about to go by isn't too loud, we should be good. <laughs> all right, back up there in the top square, getting everything all set up. Matt Commerce, producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. Great to see you. Still call you Matt, or is that over? Yeah, that's fine. Now, by the way, look at my new koozie. Like a little oh, this jacket. Dude, that's like a little, uh, for people who are home improvement fans, I would say that's like an Al Borland fleece. Oh yeah. yeah. Like a fleece jacket with arms too. Nice. That's actually, dude, that's Massive. a good like lumberjack Northwest look. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. The Instagram algorithm got me. Like, I woke <laughs> up one morning they were like, what about these? And I was like, yeah, I need two of those. And then there's one that looks like Taryn's jacket that she always wears. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get that one too. My text to Taryn. I was like, uh, I bought you a koozie. Just you'll love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude yeah the instagram algorithm gets everybody eventually it's not a question of if but when yeah they have it's called like puffin drinkware or something they have little like puffy jackets too <laughs> they don't they don't pay me anything so i'll stop plugging them but well it's pretty cool i like it you put a yeah. lot of beverages in this guy yeah <laughs> dude that thing's a showstopper flannel. It's got the little arms to hold it by. It's like a double-sided teacup. I know. It's like, it's like a small child. I just got to hold on to my beverage here. Uh, let's see. I mean, should we just start with the good news here, Cobb? What do you mean? I mean? Let's just talk about it, all right? Everybody's wanting to know. Matt and Cobb already know. Sunday, Pub League. I got to be careful what I say. Some people are going to be listening now. But the... The skies were angry that day, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> the skies were angry. That's what, dude, okay. The word on the street that I heard is you had the mayor in at goalkeep and you planned forward. Is that accurate? Correct. So we had a low turnout. So we just played like one giant game. So instead of six field players, we had seven. You got the mayor. You got the mayor between the pipes fucking pitching a goddamn shutout like he does. And Ooh. then uh, the second half, driving rainstorm. Your boy Ted Smith's been making some good runs. Lay off a pass. Comes back up to me. Perfectly weighted. I think I took a touch on it. And then keeper flinched. And Cobb, I'm telling you, I fucking buried that thing in the back of the net. With a sword. <laughs> you just put your whole life into that thing? Yeah. Where, where, where did you hit? Like, what part of the frame? Oh, that's what I'm saying. The goal, the keeper flinched and went down. It was like, like, I mean, almost dead center, a little to the left and like mid high. Oh, dude, that feels good, man. Feels oh, good to just ping oh. one. Yeah. And the, the net was just rattling and I was like, oh, right. And I, I know I got to calm down as it's public. I shouldn't be that fired up, but I was real excited. So after the game, I said to Joe, I go, could you tell how excited I was? He goes, 
Well, you high five every single one of our players, then you high five one of their players. <laughs> Dude, that's classic. <laughs> that's awesome. Dude, who cares if it's public, man? I think that's awesome that you put one between the pipes. That feels good. Like we couldn't go, you know, we couldn't go over this season. Like you had one last year. You had, I think, two last year, but now you've got something to live up to, you know? Like you've got a reputation to protect at this point in the public. Yeah. And I've been close and I've, I've been like, I don't know, probably just playing more or whatever. I've been making some good, uh, some good runs. So it's just like, finally, finally I converted. And I got to give the mayor credit, man. Like he did really well back there. He, you know, for a right-handed person, it's hard to go to your left. He had a couple nice, save, like two or three legit saves to his left. I was like, all right, group. I see what you're doing out here. Wow. Uh, in this league, is it full-size goals for seven-on-seven seven or smaller? So I think they're a little bit smaller, but they're bigger than they used to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, what do they make them out of? Is this like the flags in the ground or is this kind of the wood, like four-by-fours or proper yeah, metal? It's like metal, and then you s- snap some things together, and that puts up like the goalpost. Oh, okay, okay. So they like set them up kind of like a lacrosse type. Okay, yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah, for sure. But also, I'm not kidding. And all the seasons of public league I played, that was by far the worst. Like we had to like hold on to the tents so they wouldn't blow away. Wow. And like, I mean, it was just miserable. And it was like, all right, we're gonna keep going. I was like, I'm good. It's one nil. I got the goal. Joe had the clean sheet. <laughs> Dang. Did you guys uh, go out for beers or some food afterwards? Celebrate? Yeah, we got a couple beers, and then I was I was gonna meet Matt or go to the chili cook-off, but I was like, I am freaking soaked. I came home and took one of the longest showers I've ever had, and then uh, actually, then I was zooming with a couple people in my family. Oh, dude, people from the Northwest will know, man. When you are playing soccer out in like the cold in the fall, and then you come home and hit that shower, like no shower feels better. It, it's unbelievable. And honestly, like that was the first time where I could hear your voice in my head. And I was like, I wish I was wearing gloves. <laughs> Dude, I told you that's the ultimate Northwest soccer hack gloves with the little sticky things on the, uh, on the, like knit gloves with the sticky things on the fingers. So you can still do throw-ins. That's awesome. They actually taking throw-ins Ted. Oh yeah. I imagine they don't put you on corners. Cause they want you in front of that net. Here's the deal. Sometimes I just like, you know, once the engine gets moving, like I'm always kind of trying to run or jog on or off. So like if there's a corner, like I just kind of run over there and take it. Like I should stop doing that. Let somebody else take it. But I'm just like, <laughs> I got to get over there and do something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plus, dude, you're a big man. You'd be good in front of that net, you know, get a head or a chest or something on it. I mean, almost any, anything except your hands plays. Like we had a guy who would just score with like the weirdest body parts, you know, knees and like thighs and stuff. But he just, you know, for whatever reason, he had a nose for the back of the goal. That could be you. Those yeah. are like that's a good way to pump the stats. Well, that's what like I'm saying this week. I know my one buddy Paul's going to listen, and he's that guy. Like every game I play with him, he scores a fucking goal. Just a just that's, a that's in Paul, man. <laughs> Public Paul. But yeah, trust me. And I was like, man, I w- I was all fired up too on Monday. I like got into work. I was like. Yeah, one nil win. Mayor had the shutout. Your boy had the goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's awesome. Wait, how many how many teams are in this public? Uh, I'm in classic division, so we only have four teams. 
it's classic, like similar to cars where like, that's, you know, cars born in like the fifties and sixties or what? No, that's we classic. just have like classic and then premier. So if you get good at classic, you can get promoted up to premier league. I'm, I'm still, I'm still a classic guy. Dude. That's like, I, I feel like they use like euphemisms, like in swimming, the, uh, the older, like slower guys, it's called masters swimming. All right. <laughs> I like that masters. <laughs> Uh, all right. Now, Matt, I mean, I'm sure you'll bring it up in what's Matt and him, but it was kind of funny because everybody in the city, their power is going out. But like you were at a chili cook off with, with a bunch of our friends that all had crock pots. How did that work out? Yeah, man, uh, we got really lucky. Uh, our buddy Mayhem uh, had us all scheduled to come over kind of for football uh, and he lost power in the morning but it came back on after like an hour. So he was able to get started and then uh, other people had power enough to get the chili going and come back and heat it up over there. And we had power through like the second quarter of the afternoon games. Then it went out, but we had made the chili. Uh, We had tried all of them. They were all hot. Everybody ate and enjoyed four different types of chili. Um, You know, Typical apps out there too: chips, salsa, veggie tray, um, you know, so whatever you're snacking on before the actual chili cook off when we all ate chili, it was just like typical game day snacks and mayhem had N.A. beers, Athletic Brewing Company. That's awesome. Yeah, do that during a podcast. I was just showing us a tiny whose tiny dog is that? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, the girlfriend's tiny dog. All right. Nice. Well, no, Matt, I only asked because I was just laughing after the game. As soon as I turned on my phone, everybody's like, we lost power. We lost power. And I was like, that just seems weird to be at like the one event where you really need power for Crock-Pot. Yeah, we got lucky. Did you have power the whole time? I, I mean, when I got home, it was on, but I'm on like the main grid too. So, Yeah. Yeah, well, we were checking the outage map and it looked like yours was still on. So, yeah, once it went out, you know, and it was just the classic thing of like everybody's laughing, having a good time. You know, the TV's blaring on red zone and then it's just like and like the whole is just because you don't realize how like every room and house just like has some sound going somewhere, some faint hum or whatever, but like we had the TV blaring and everything. And then it was just like, everybody stopped talking and everything shut off all at once. And I was like, Whoa. So yeah, I've I've never had the power go out with that many people in the same room. I don't think. And that much like activity just come to a grinding halt. Yeah. It's always awkward. And like you're prepared, but then when it happens, you're like, Holy cow. And Cobb, I'm telling you, it was that bomb cyclone. Like that was a legit storm we had over the weekend up here. Wait, what's a, what's a bomb cyclone? That sounds crazy. It basically was like a cold weather hurricane. Oh my God. I, I literally didn't even hear anything about it. What? Yeah, it was like all the way, like the Sunday night game in San Fran was a mess. So I always remind people, hurricanes spin one way and they're in the Atlantic. So a cyclone is the same thing. It just spins a different way and it's in the Pacific. What's a typhoon? Is that the same... Same type of scenario? Yes. Shit. Am I thinking of typhoons? 
maybe typhoons are like South Pacific. I feel like I, I always hear about those around like, you know, um, like Indonesia and stuff like that. I thought typhoons were more rain based. Was that not enough rain for you last weekend? Well, because <laughs> <laughs> your boy was drenched to it his was soul. More of a wind event, I thought. Oh my god! Yeah, because you were fucking sitting inside. You weren't outside playing soccer. Yeah, I mean, I I saw the trees moving and I saw some water coming down. I'm just saying it looked more windy than rainy from inside at the chili cook-off. I was. Well, yeah, you were on the sidelines, you punter. <laughs> I was wringing out my jersey. I mean, I could wring out my underwear when I got done. Yeah, I mean, you were out there for a while. <laughs> I mean, you know, goal scoring conditions, though. Everybody knew that. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, all right. So we got Halloween coming up this weekend. My first question Halloween, is it still a kid's holiday? I feel like all the adults I know are more fired up than kids are. Dude, I wonder, yeah, okay, okay. I guess the lens I would bring to this is school dances. When you were in school, that was a big deal, right, Ted? Yeah, sure. Matt, same thing? Yeah, dude. Yeah, okay, same, same for me, especially junior high, but even high school, like, they were hitters, everybody went. Well, apparently, like, you know, five, six years ago, they stopped being cool, and nobody goes to school dances now. It's not a big deal at all. People aren't into it. So, you know, you think about like how much stimulation you have from video games and a lot of your friends don't even go to your school or you go to school online or whatever. Like I could see a world where Halloween is bigger for adults than kids. Cause like, you know, we were looking up like Halloween parties to go to and there's probably 60 Halloween parties in Austin and they're all for adults. I did see some decorations put out and stuff like people were decorating their houses, but obviously those are put up by adults. Like Ted, you, you might be onto something, man. I mean, it might've jumped the shark. Also kids. I feel like just get a lot of sugar these days anyway. So candy's not like quite as exciting of a feast. I don't know. What do you boys think? I, don't, I mean, I think it's different if you have kids in your house, but I mean, I think it's still a big deal to kids. I mean, they get fired up about pumpkins and stuff, but I, maybe I'm an idiot. I just don't remember adults being as into it as they are now. I feel like when I was like in my like early twenties, it was like, all right, we go to some Halloween parties and people got all fired up. But like people love dressing up, man. It's like a giant deal. Dude. I, I will say that Halloween has grown and that's, I mean, you can, you can tell that by looking at uh, you know, that company spirit that does like the pop-up costume oh, yeah. stores all over. Yeah. They're huge now. They're like a 500, uh, Shoot. Now I'm not sure if it's million or billion. I'm going to say million dollar company. Uh, they do crazy amounts of volume and just in that, that one month. And they're huge. So, yeah, I feel like it's definitely a bigger deal. And plus, this year it's on a Sunday. So you get like, what, four nights? I mean, I saw my first costume tonight, a girl in Devil Ears, as I was heading over to my friend's place to lift. So, you know. Oh, I saw people in costumes last Saturday. Jesus. Uh, yeah. That. I mean, I saw some Christmas decorations and that fell early, but a full full week ahead. Were they up um, or for sale? They were up. What? Yeah, you oh, can't yeah. have Christmas decorations up yet. But I get people last weekend was probably a big weekend for Halloween parties. Like I didn't see anybody dressed up till the evening time. Here's a yeah. uh, 
was going to say, here's a wild one for you. So I think I told you guys when we were flying to Milwaukee, me and my buddy Sean, like I was in the middle seat. He spilled his beer and it went all over me. And as I was laughing at him and making fun of him, I spilled my beer and it went all over me. But luckily, it didn't get on the guy sitting next to me. So then he's like laughing with us and stuff. And then when we got on the flight back that Sunday evening, the guy's like, hey, Ted, did you ever get your shorts clean? And I was like, yeah, first thing I did was take a shower, man. He's like, all right, just making sure. So it was already funny to see that guy on the return flight. And then Saturday, after the Sounders game, hit slugs for a little bit, of course. Nice. Get it. And then go over to the WAC, and there's like a secret club within the WAC that like my friend's a member of. So we go up there, and I'm sitting there having a drink, and this guy goes, hey, man, is your name Ted? I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, you a fan of the show? And he's like, no, man. I was the guy that was sitting next to you, and you and your buddy kept spilling beers on you. <laughs> he's like, I got to get a picture with me. My wife won't believe you're sitting here with me. And I was like, well, I got to get a picture. Sean won't believe you're with me. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> Jesus. I feel like stuff like that always happens to you, Ted. I don't know why. We've been friends a long time. I feel like I've just I've seen that narrative play out. I love it. Yeah, it was freaking crazy. <laughs> then they were like, people were asking the story, and he was like, Oh yeah, they were fine. They were just idiots. And he, <laughs> they just spilled. He's like, none of it got on me. I was like, all right, cool. What are the odds? <laughs> Matt, where were you at on the uh, Halloween thing? Uh yeah, I would definitely say. I mean, I don't think kids are having Halloween parties the weekend before. Yeah, I feel like Halloween night itself is probably bigger for kids because that's when you actually go trick-or-treating. But I feel like the the time leading up to it is definitely adults. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be. I mean, I feel like it, it trick-or-treating. Like, I don't know how parents feel about like, I don't we we just ran off and like hit up the neighborhood like. You know, it it seems to be a little bit more like sh- stranger dangery, like not quite like the 90s were wild. Like, I think we just definitely costumes were like sick, you know, I homemade. Think, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, maybe there is more extravagant ones now if you can if you want to spend a bunch of money. But like, yeah, I feel like costumes were like hitting their prime. Candy was still cheap. And, uh, you know, you could go as whatever you wanted to school for for costumes i mean some of those things that like we were going as in in, to elementary school i don't know if you could get away with these days either like i just think we had a great time in in the 90s yeah but i I went in a homemade bounty hunter costume a (laughs) bounty hunter like think about that to a school sorry what were you saying ted you wear a bounty hunter costume i like i know but like kids still go trick-or-treating like I, I don't know. It's always this argument we have on the men's room, too. Is Miles always like, it's just for adults now. I'm like, well, because nobody has little kids at home. Like, I'm sure somebody's listening to this. They have kids. and the, like, like George, I bet his kids been fired up. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought. was like, I, I don't really know. I mean, yeah, I'll, I think the kids I know love Halloween. <laughs> I, I don't doubt that the kids are fired up. But if the adults are celebrating it for five days and the kids are celebrating it for one, who's the holiday really for, you know? <laughs> I love Halloween, so I don't feel bad about it whatsoever. All right, let me ask you this. Halloween, you get fun size candy. So, like, to me, like, I love a fun size Snickers. 
or for whatever reason, like on a Saturday, like I never just buy a Snickers. I always buy like a Reese's or a Kit Kat. So like, is there anything like, <clears throat> is there like Halloween candy you would eat that you don't generally eat or I don't know, favorite candy? 100%. Oh, 100%. Dude, nerds. Those little tiny boxes of nerds. I always eat those on Halloween. Never the rest of the year. Love nerds. Yeah, it's like, do they even sell nerds like regularly in the store? Like you don't <laughs> see people just eat nerds unless it's Halloween. Yeah, I think that's one of those things like they don't sell it at 7-Eleven, but, you know, you can pick some up at like the that weird aisle at like Rite Aid or CVS or whatever, you know, like a, a Bartell Drugs type candy. But yeah, nerds are, you know, I mean, that's a that's a once a year type endeavor for me. Nerd ropes, on the other hand, we could have a conversation. Uh, Matt? <laughs> Ted, it's hilarious that you brought up Reese's and Kit Kat because I was literally just in the Halloween candy section of Fred Meyer and just walked down every single aisle. And the only thing I wanted was Reese's and Kit Kats. The rest of it, yeah. I was just like, I'm a grown up now. I don't need all this kid shit. Like, give me the good <laughs> stuff. I'm going straight for it. Reese's and Kit Kat. <laughs> and how is like, how does some of the mixed bags still have like a Mounds or an Almond Joy in there? I was wondering. Oh, I know. I can't eat trash. Like when little the last time a little kid was like, mom, dad, I love chocolate covered coconut with an almond. <laughs> Dude, thank you. I always tried to trade those away. And, you know, there's two people in my life who think those are like the best Halloween candy. I'm like, you are out of your mind. Ted, what, uh, what for you is like the most Halloween candy? <clears throat> Dude, I really think it's those little miniature, <clears throat> like fun size Snickers or a fun size Butterfinger. It's like Butterfingers. I'm kind of like, yeah, I like them. They're okay. But I never buy one. But like, yeah, same. Never. Mm. Even like a little baby Ruth. Like oh, yeah, dude. Tears. Baby Ruth only comes out at Halloween. <laughs> Damn. I didn't even think about baby Ruth. That's a sleeper. Sleeper cell for sure. And, and then on Halloween, like I ate a fun size one today. And I was like, man, I should eat more baby Ruths. These are like really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, I, I feel you on that 100%. <laughs> I made that same comment. God damn. Get out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know it's funny, too. It's like you go back and forth. Like, do you get gummy candies or do you get chocolate candy? Ideally, the house should have both. Maybe you get a fun size gummy and a fun size chocolate. Yeah. Dots, I feel like, are, are awesome for that. Yeah, I think, you know, I think it's two moods. I mean... You ne you're never in the mood for both. It's like you're either in a gummy mood or you're in a chocolate mood. You know, I've never found myself eating one after the other. He's not living, Matt. I mean, on Halloween, we're, we, we're talking about the one time where I have definitely gone back and forth. Like, all right, well, M&Ms. All right, well, licorice, Twizzlers, whatever. I like Dude. Sweet Plenties. Do you guys Matt, like Sweet Plenties? Oh, yeah, like flavor with anise or whatever. That's not for me. But, dude, you, you missed out on one key piece of the 90s that also was incredible, which was I feel like a lot of the Halloween treats at that point were homemade. That's not a part of my life anymore. You know what I mean? Like people would make like those little chocolate turtles or like pumpkin bars or whatever. So good. Yeah. On Halloween? What 90s were you growing up in, man? If somebody gave me something homemade, it'd been like, this is weird. No, no, no. Not when you trick or treat. I'm talking about like at uh, school, at the house, like – 
I mean, my mom would make pumpkin bars, but like, yeah, we still, you still give out, you obviously have to give out like commercially produced candy, you know, unless you're like the dentist who's giving out toothbrushes, like a chance. But uh, what I'm saying is like, you know, the whole, like, cause you'd have like Halloween at school, right? Like people bring like Halloween cupcakes, and, like, I don't know, dude, just crazy homemade stuff. And like now I feel like you can't get away with giving anything homemade. Cause everybody's like, uh, not bubble boys, but like helicopter parents. You know what I mean? You just, yeah, you can't pull that S anymore. People are too afraid of each other. <laughs> Not me, though, boys. I'm eating anything. Like, listen, Nick, there's peanuts in it. You can't have any. <laughs> oh. Oh, shoot. Ted, you know, dude, cut. all right. You know how last week, like, we had that whole cockroach thing? Well, yeah. I can I can expound on that, but first the peanut thing you just said that literally last week I found out I was allergic to peanuts because I was eating a bunch. My eyes were watering, and I was like, "Man, that's so weird!" Like I love peanuts, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, and I was losing my voice. I was like, "Dude, I think I'm allergic to peanuts." Sure enough, like tried it again a couple hours later. Your boy's allergic, to at least a specific kind of peanut that they had at Trader Joe's, but soon Ooh. to be determined if it's all peanuts. That's okay though. I'm not stopping. I'm allergic to avocados too, and I still eat those occasionally. <laughs> the older i get the whiter i get like if there's ever an option for avocado or like burger sushi whatever like yeah throw it on throw it on the older i get the whiter i get that's <laughs> dude that's the, the question is yeah is that a question of age or where you're living i mean obviously grew up in chocolate city one of the blackest counties in america now seattle's got to be one of the whitest cities in america now am i crazy oh, to yeah. think that no 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 okay it definitely is well, with that said, though, I may have uh, I was chatting up a dude on my walk home today, and he was like, "Smoke weed?" I was like, "Yeah, of course." He's like, "Hit it!" I was like, "Oh, shit, I haven't hit a blunt in a while." <laughs> <laughs> dude, for whatever reason, man, brothers love you, and Mexican dudes love me, and I don't know what it is, like what you have in relation with them, and like what I, I used to work with a bunch of Mexican migrant workers on like a Christmas tree farm, so I feel like that's our connection, but. They just feel comfortable with me and same. And dude, brothers just always like, they like gravitate towards you. I think he liked me first. I was like, would you roll it with white down? He's like, where are you from, man? I was like, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break here. And then we'll uh, come back with some emails and uh, all the rest of the stuff. All right, as always, thanks to our sponsors. They're really putting in the hard work for us, and I appreciate it. Cobb, I heard we have an email. Let's read it. <laughs> Air Max slash Air Force Nike. To the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. That was a very timely discussion about kicks for me. I'm in the process of painting a pair of mine. I need some Seahawks game day shoes, so I sent some pictures of the process. The thing is, and this might be for Ted, these shoes are Air Force Max 2s I got from Ross for 40 bucks. I've never heard of the hybrid before. Do you guys have any knowledge on this? Recovering sneakerhead, Mike. And then he sent uh, a couple pictures of them. I definitely know Air Max and uh, Air Force 1s definitely had a uh, collab there. Oh, yeah. I've seen that shoe. Are you able to see this? Oh, uh, no, no, no. I just, I just Googled it real quick. Oh, I was like, dude, if you can see my screen right now, that's terrifying. Oh, these are actually pretty clean. Yeah. I was like, that's a dope shoe. Plus, I mean, it's two of the most <clears throat> iconic classic Nikes, right? You're talking an Air Force One, and then you're talking an Air Max. 
You can't really go wrong with that. Dude, how did he paint that where it looks like that looks like that's how the shoe came? That's so cool. I'm impressed. When I used to to rock a bunch of forces, I had a buddy that would paint them different colors and stuff. So you could add like green and blue, kind of mix it up. Like, was he like dyeing the fabric or is he like painting on a paintbrush? This is crazy. He was doing it with like a spray brush. Oh, like an airbrush? An airbrush, yeah. Dude, yeah, those things are cool. Yeah, I guess it's not really a spray brush. That's probably for like painting a house. <laughs> um, oh, you're talking like a commercial paint sprayer? Oh, yeah. yeah. Your boys run a couple of those. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> it was a very exciting email segment. Now let's check in with what's happening. <laughs> hey, what's good? What's man? Uh, before we get to what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's man? Check out what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's man? Uh, before we get to what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's man? Check out what's happening. All right. Um, yeah. Well, <clears throat> as I alluded to last week, uh, I am in the process of moving to Palm Springs now. L- last week, I just found out that I would be moving to Palm Springs. And then I found out when I needed to start that job uh, at orientation on Friday. So Friday after orientation, I uh, booked a flight for later Friday evening and uh, came back to Seattle and then, uh, you know, started, well, just like went to bed on Friday and then Saturday Kind of hung out, did some packing, took a bunch of stuff to Value Village, like just got rid of, um, got rid of some stuff, and then uh, went and I didn't really like process that it was like our last Saturday in town for a while. Till Tyler, my girlfriend, was like, "It's our last Saturday. Like we should go see people and like make a conscious effort." I was like, "Oh yeah, good idea." And so we hit up. Uh, Josh and Gretchen and went up, uh, got dinner with them in Bellevue at uh, the Central, I think it was called. Um, but All they right. had really good food. Um, yeah, it was called the Central uh, in like right in downtown in Lincoln Square. And uh, right. they had like a little outdoor covered area that was dog friendly. They had Henry. Henry that dog is getting off. big. Henry Patrick Whiteclaw is uh, <laughs> a fantastic white fluffy dog uh, that I was overjoyed to see. So it was great to get dinner with them. And we were there for like a couple hours, you know, chopping it up, catching up and uh, just loading up on apps the entire time. We didn't get an entree, uh, our side of the table. But, yeah, it was fun. And then uh, we headed up north to go see – Jesse and Jamie and Taryn and Brad. All right. Are you looking at the Central's menu, Ted? I, I am sorry. I was like, <laughs> tell me you got the crab bruschetta. <laughs> I did not get the crab bruschetta. We got crab cakes. All right. Sorry. I was like, damn, man, this place does look good. You know, you know we considered it, Ted. <laughs> yeah, so we got the crab cakes. Um and the Brussels sprouts and some other stuff. But yeah, it was all awesome. Oh, the big salad thing, the Buddha bowl, um, and one other thing. Oh, oh yeah, no. But yeah, it, it was good. Um, <clears throat> and then we went up to 
Jesse and Jamie's and Taryn and Brower over there. And we hung out with them for a few hours and same sort of deal. Catch up and laugh it up and have a good time. And, you know, it was, nice. we watched a lot of Bob Ross over there uh, and, right. you know, had a good time. But it was Bob Ross on mute. Cobb, you listening? I can't see. Yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. We were watching Bob Ross muted with subtitles, which was a little point of discussion. Um, but Bob Ross muted with Jesse curating a playlist on vinyl. <laughs> Dude, God, man. Like just when I think I'm like a hipster or like I'm artistic, Jesse just goes and blows me out of the water. <laughs> that is, I mean, that is pretty specific. Watching Bob Ross on mute with a vinyl uh, playlist by Jesse. Dude, I, and there was, I mean, there was multiple points. I had to say something. I was like, Jesse, you're too good at this. Like, he just sees how the painting's going and, like, just, like, waits for the song to end and just knows exactly what that episode needs. So. <laughs> I'm willing awesome. to bet that was not the first time he's done that. I yeah, yeah you seriously. know what? I didn't even think about it, but you, you might have a point there. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so that was great and then uh yeah we talked about sunday cook-off was awesome um it was good to see dunk it was good to see barnes and obviously mayhem uh you know looks great and made some killer chili how uh, spicy was barnsey's chili not as bad as it's known to be okay he, i know I, was, I love barnes but his spice level is way above mine yeah people were already talking about that and he was like no relax I didn't I didn't make it like usual, basically. <laughs> uh, like, no, I wanted everyone. I didn't want to get the complaints. But yeah, uh, it was it was awesome. Um, yeah, met met a uh, few other people from the SOD um, that I, I don't know if I I think I might have seen them around, but it's tough with that crew of like there's been passing introductions. There's not people I haven't been introduced to, but I've seen like four or five we are times many. at places we are many you are many so. yeah that's the other thing too right it's always a big group but there's always some different people yeah yeah so it was cool i finally met dylan uh he's really dope um and yeah uh evan had the f1 race on on his phone we were watching red zone on the tv and uh yeah it was just a, a pretty awesome weekend the full northwest experience with the power outage <laughs> It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I guess it's about that time. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. All right, boys. In the spirit of Halloween, and I'm talking about the old school Halloween with, you know, horror movies and people dying and blood spraying. What celebrity would you not be surprised to find out was a serial killer? Email us, literally the word email, at thepodcast.com with two E's. What celebrity would you not be surprised to find out was a serial killer? Boys, I can go first if you need more time. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is like John Malkovich. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I just remember being John Malkovich. Uh, I like him as an actor, but maybe William Dafoe. You know, I, he seems so comfortable with being weird that I actually don't think so. I, I feel like he's got the look of a serial killer, but he seems like 
Well, God, I don't know. The way he delivers some of those lines, though. Yeah, actually, I'm back on board. Yeah, right? You've seen Boondock Saints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of, like, uh, right now, like, who's a little more current. That's Dude, let me break one off for you. All right. This one may be controversial, but I'll go ahead and say it. Tom Cruise. If you've yeah. seen any of their stuff related to, like, the uh, Scientology stuff, or if you ever watch anything that's not produced by a company, like a YouTube video of him in the street or dealing with fans or anything, this one will hit home. I'm, I guarantee you there's some people listening who are like, oh, my God, definitely. Matt? Hmm. I just had one. Uh, celebrity that would be a serial killer. It also, I mean, it's a serial killer. So it might be somebody we're not even thinking of. Like, I don't like who's the most famous person in the world, right? Like well, Kanye or Kim Kardashian. <laughs> just like they're always in the public eye, but they're actually serial killers. They're just reaping souls on the side. Or what if it's somebody that's like super nice that everybody likes, like Jennifer Aniston? I feel like it'd be like somebody who like used to be popular, but now they're not, and they're taking out their rage. Like somebody who was big in the '90s, you know. I I forget the name of the band because I I keep thinking there's a lot of like metal bands make songs like I will murder you and throw the pieces in a grinder or like those are the <laughs> lyrics or whatever. And, and one of the guys actually like had some bodies in his basement or something like I forget the specifics, but that's just what I keep thinking of is like all these like guys like Corey Taylor. I don't know. I mean, like I've just listened to his music. I love the guy. I can't imagine him like offstage. He seems like the nicest guy, but like, I've watched enough serial killer documentaries and I've heard your music, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're uh, not wrong. Right, like any of the Slipknot <laughs> guys, I don't know. I don't even know what they look like. <laughs> the That's a good cover. call. Oh man, that is a good call. Uh, all right. Uh, next week we're off because I have uh, Tuesday off. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but doing something. So we'll be off for a week, and then we'll be back uh, back in action. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What else is going on? Uh, Seahawks aren't that good. Uh, uh. <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch. Everybody, I knew you were going to slide that into this cast. <laughs> I was like, Maryland sucks, too. They're back to reality. But, hey, the Kraken are winning tonight. Sounders, hopefully, are still rolling. And, uh, you know, it's Halloween. If you're single, look for a slutty nurse. She'll be at the party. All right. <laughs> For CTV, for Cobb, I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.